0: hi folks this is Sindhu and this is a series I'm starting a series of podcasts to explain some of the nuances of becoming a better communicator. Um, have you ever felt you know frustrated trying to help explain some something to someone who still looks puzzled at the end of your explanation or having explained, a process to a new team member or employee countless times, he or she still, you know, makes senseless mistakes. Or, you know, you give precise in- instructions to do something, maybe to your domestic help or your child, but the job is still shabbily done. It used to make me wonder whether, I mean, w- what's gone wrong? You know, I think I've I've done a good job of explaining and then what happens, The the job is still a mess. So I realized that maybe I should look more, um, and I became more aware of um, the different learning styles, which I already knew, but probably never was putting it into practice as much as I should have done earlier. So this is is something that I thought I'll share with you, um, my experience, and some information regarding the different learning styles of people. So uh, we absorb, assimilate, and experience everything in this life through our five senses. But uh, individuals differ in the way they absorb, retain and act on information. You know, so, so to explain, to communicate properly, effectively, it is necessary to understand the unique learning style of each individual. When I say each individual, it's, you know, your closest people or the people you communicate with the most and maybe informal And maybe as a professional, in a professional role or in in our personal lives, our spouse, our kids, our loved ones, everyone. Now, um, there are essentially, so in this podcast, I've sort of divided it into three parts. That is, uh, first, I'll tell you the different kinds of learners and the indications for that. The second part would be how to identify What kind of a learner by listening to their words? How do they say? it? What do they say? What are the things to look out for? And the third and final part would be how to convey information to them in a way that these learners, these different kinds of learners would absorb, which will make you a better communicator. Okay. So diving into the first part. Thank you for joining in and tuning into this podcast. Um, The first kind of learners are visual learners who likes to see things you know it's something when we whenever we talk to them something spikes their imagination that is uh, they understand it better if they can see what they are learning so to a visual learner instead of speaking uh, speaking a lot you can show graphs or pictures or videos or powerpoint slides that will engage them better okay or when whenever you speak Uh, speak in a way which sort of paints a picture in their mind. It's that image they retain. So as you explain, there are images running in the head, you know, of what you're saying. They're trying to make pictures of, so it's like a a motion picture which is happening of what you're describing. They see it in images and that's how they retain the information. Those are visual learners. Who are auditory learners, learners? They're people who listen. Who love to listen? Who loves lectures? Who loves speak? You know, uh, uh, who loves speaking assignments? Who love to speak and to listen? Who loves grand speeches? Who admire oratory? They repeat sentences or words after you. So if you, whenever you speak, or when somebody else speaks, if you can see people who mouth those words along with them. You know, mouths those uh, lines of poetry or codes along with the speaker. Or, you know, speaks to themselves to uh, reiterate the learning. Those are auditory learners. Uh, Such people usually speak to themselves loud while thinking or, you know, learning. You you might remember that kids, you know, we ourselves, if kids would have walked up and down with a book in a hand and trying to learn by rote, um, you know, saying it out loudly. So that's that's also a way of learning. That last and final set of uh, learners are called kinesthetic learners. They just love to experiment. You know, they need to do something with their hands. They need to touch, feel, taste. And that's how they learn. They feel things. They have to go through that experience to retain that knowledge. Most of them. Um, so, so they're not just less list- happy with listening or seeing. They write notes, you know, they, they're the, probably the people who write copious notes, lecture notes in class, you know, and always has a pen or a paper or a book in the hand. You must have, rem- you must remember your classmates like that. Some of them always have something to hold on to. They need something to hold on to. Yeah. Pen or any object. They have to hold, feel, experience. Now, um. Do you know what kind of a learner you are? Would you like to know? Um, I, can, I can take you through a small uh, process um, which can give you an indication of what kind of a learner you are. It is not a perfect one. Uh, there are a lot of assessments to assess the same, but then this is just a general indication what kind of a person you are. So for that, you need to close your eyes. Yes, you heard that right. You need to close your eyes. Okay, I'm assuming that you're, going, you're closing your eyes. Now, think of a memory, a good memory, which, you, I mean, uh, from the past, recent past or your childhood, but it should be a good one. You know, gel with it, associate with it. Feel as if you are there live now. It's happening now. It can be an event, it can be some context, a situation, uh, you know, an achievement, a moment of achievement, some person, a person whom you love, who, who loves you, can be anything. Yeah. So how did you experience that? How in the sense, you know, what was the first thing that came into your mind? Was it a picture? No, was it a picture of the person, the context? Was it a picture of a wedding with all the festivities and the colours and the colour of the sari or colour of your costume that day? What picture did you see and how clearly did you see it? Or did you hear sounds, voices, voices from the past, voice of the principal announcing your name, getting the award, voice of your loved one? the music or the song which was played that day what do you remember or are you are you are you that person who felt a tug in your heart you know like wow nostalgic feeling or kind feeling or nice feeling or happy feeling or love feeling of love when you thought of that context and you had goosebumps when you and you're you're going you're feeling that live in your mind right now and then you're getting goosebumps. Did you do that? Okay, so three, I've described three different reactions to thinking of a good memory. Now, those of whom saw that pictures, obviously, is a visual learner or a more visual person. Let me not say a learner, more of a visual person. Okay, all of us usually feel a combination of all these. Okay, I'm not saying that Um, You'll see a picture, you'll hear noises, but which was predominant? Which one was predominant is a question. And that's your strong point. If you're a visual person, you see pics and colors and patterns. If you are an auditory person, more of an auditory person, you hear voices of a loved one calling your name. You know, laughter or dialogues if it's a movie. Or a song or a piece of music. Okay. So those things for a kinesthetic person will be feelings. So that's how you get an idea what kind of a person you are, what kind of a learner you are. As I said before, that's a disclaimer. This is just a um, a preliminary kind of you know uh, understanding of how, what you are or what kind of a learner you are, not a perfect one. Now, how does this help in knowing? I mean, what's the second part? Was how you can observe the same things in another person. How do you know? What the other person is? What kind of a learner the other person is? How do you, uh, you know, converse with that person more effectively? So the way to observe, way, uh, the way to understand that is to observe that person, the, listen to the kind of words that person is speaking. Because all these people have their own definite vocabulary. Most of them, as I said, they have a dominant side. They might be dominantly visual, dominantly auditory, and dominantly kinesthetic, or a mix of all. For example, um, um, let me tell you an example about what I faced in one of the organizations I was working. I worked under two different uh, team leaders. Uh, One was uh, a woman and uh, she wanted the reports in in detail, okay, not just bullet points. Also, I need to explain what the bullet points were about. Um, Even the smallest of small details should go into the report. It should be you know fully comprehensive it should be total um you know be clear mentally so it was a rather a lot of work um and you had to coin it in the right way the the official way of saying it the professional way of saying it and all that but uh, thanks to her i learned the art of writing emails rather well and uh, the second one was a um a guy who had come from the banking sector So which means he was all about facts and figures, okay? So the first time I remember I gave him a, I wrote him a, uh, you know, um, email, citing two or three paras, detailed report about what's going on with the team, the progress, things like that. He said, uh, he came over to my desk and said, Sindhu, rather lengthy report. I have no time to read it. Can you just give it to me in bullet points? What are the three points? I said, we are doing well. Quality needs to be improved, blah, blah, blah. Three points. He said, "Okay, okay, I got it. Okay, and I was like, "Why did I spend so much time writing such a lengthy email?" Okay, but that was good. That was a learning that people have different ways of, you know, uh, imbibing information. So with this guy, it was damn easy. I need to just put everything in in, in bullet points, and he's okay with it. He doesn't need any, you know, uh, prim and proper emails. So that's that's how important this knowledge is. Um, so how to identify different learners that was a part we, we were discussing by observing them listening to their words visual people use words which is usually related to more to seeing or the eye or uh, the act of seeing like observe perceive paint a picture sight or what a sight they might say that what a sight or the outlook for 2021 is um, bleak okay or oh flash Oh, show that show that to me look at me oh that's beautiful They day, day is rather beautiful okay or you no know, go on with and compare things like wow this cotton puffs looks like uh, clouds in a sky passing by isn't it so all everything related to sight now auditory related to hearing so, observe people who say, uh, no, listen here, or uh, mention words like harmony, I resonate with you. Um, okay, I think only time can tell, or uh, I'm not in tune with the recent developments. Um, you know, she sings like a bird, sing along. So, those words, anything which, which has to do with sound and hearing. Now, how do kinesthetic people, um, what are the words that they use? You know, it's all about um, feeling. So relax, handle, pressure. Um, The exam was tough. For example, there some of the sentences, uh, did you get a grip on that? Okay. I think the topic is still warm. Okay. I think we need to deal with a firm hand. We need to handle the handle the team members with a firm hand, okay? Hey, calm down guys, calm down, relax. Such people who speak these words of touch, feel and think, they're mostly kinesthetic people. Now, don't go assuming, don't jump to conclusions and uh, you know, decide that uh, because of a few mention a few words, a person is auditory, visual or kinesthetic, observe them for some time. Give them, you know, practice your uh, communication with them in different, uh, uh, you know, uh, methods and see what works best. Now, the third part, okay, now we are ready to understand, observe, and understand what kind of a person or what kind of a learning style the other person has. Now, uh, you know, so how do you, the third part of this podcast is how do you uh, communicate with such people or make it more effective for a visual person? Whenever you are explaining things, describing things, discussing things, paint a picture with words. You know, lead him from point to point. Ask him questions like, uh, can you see the plot? Can you envision the report? Can you see where we are going with this? Can you see where we are leading? He will, he or she will sort of focus on their internal image and be right with you. You know, so that means you have ensured successful passing of your message now how do they listen no no observing their words and uh, I told you earlier that you need to look I mean observe their words or vocabulary to understand what kind of a person you can also look at their face expression most of them would be probably looking slightly to the right their eyes to the top and right recreating that image whatever you're saying they're creating that image in their minds so some of them would be looking up, not straight at you when you're explaining, don't be offended. They're looking up, they're recreating that image in their minds and that's how they retain that information, okay? Now, auditory people, how do you, how do you um, you know, with, together with observing, what do you do? They have a way of tilting their head, you know, a little towards you, leaning to the front, listening to you. Okay, such people are predominantly auditory. Now, how do you pass a message to them you give them a set of instructions they'll listen they'll grab it the first time but ask them to repeat that instruction same back to you or you know uh, in a very polite way ask them if if not an employee or somebody whom you can ask that question to you can ask them um, is there anything i can add have you have you gotten the whatever's whatever i was trying to say would you like to say it, you, know, uh, you know summarize it they like doing that you know They'll summarize what you've told them. They will, you know, say the same key words um, openly out uh, and say that, ah, this is what you were stressing about. Uh, so you understand that they've gotten, they, they got it, okay? Uh, explain things in details, step by step. You know, first step and second step. Take that time to explain it to them. And they'll. that's the, that's only one time you need to do that and they'll catch it, okay? Or you can record instructions, pass it on along to them, so that they can listen to it again and again, they can review that. What about kinesthetic people? How do you, you know, they're feeling thinker, thinkers, feelers, how do you, how do, you do that? Um, kinesthetic people work best, as I said, they like doing things, experiencing things, you know, not just being told what to do. So show them some examples. So if you if you're asking them to do something, at least, at least, mimic the motions with your hands and show them this is how you do it. Or, if possible, show it to them once and they'll 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 understand that they won't need a second lesson. Um, so, if it's a report, show them and give them a sample a sample and say that this is how. But the just a sample. Create your own. Uh, if you have time, take them through what you want them to know. You know, if it's a new employee, new trainee. Uh, show them sit by their side show it once and you know they'll get it but if you talk to them too much or if you show them pictures and expect them to understand they might look like slow learners or you know they might um, not pick it up very quickly and you will be you'll have this tendency to label them as slow learners which is not true also they are people who who would like you know uh, contact Uh, in the sense personal contact so if you use your hands for gestures to point out or look them in the eye have a good rapport with them as you know uh, when you connect with them they have they lean towards all that because they lean towards feelings and connection and all that also you can also uh, you know explain whatever you're saying in, in the form of a story or a comparison or a quote so which evokes some emotions or triggers some emotions in them and which makes them understand whatever you're saying much better okay so these are the ways in which um, you can deal with anyone you know most most of us would be a mix of all this but even then we will have a predominant trait understand that uh, try to observe and observe others and find out what is their uh, you know predominant style and communicate with them in, in in that way for example in a presentation you are engaging all types of learners right you use powerpoints you give activities for the kinesthetic you give lecture for the auditory uh, give them notes you know handout notes so which you they can hold in the hands auditory people would love that you know to have hold them in the hand and read and all that so uh, we all do this unconsciously but it'll be great if you can observe and do it consciously which will make you an awesome communicator uh what we are doing is that you know we are actually going to their bus stop where they are taking them by the hand leading them towards our bus stop leading them to understand what we want them to understand okay so this this comes in useful in all contexts not just in professional but uh, dealing with kids dealing with spouse dealing with any kind of situation if you if you think that things are not um now things could be better in that area okay communication could be better with a person or in a in a in a specific situation uh, please observe the people whom you're speaking with check check out ways to make people understand better knowing these different styles so you address all these different styles making sure if you're in a presentation address make sure you have everything or activities and lecture and uh, slides and colors and everything in a in an aesthetic mix so that all kinds of people are engaged with your presentation okay hope this has come in helpful to you this is a podcast which i' a series which i've started uh, with relation to the topic of communication because um, there's so many so many small nuances which can make a huge difference to how you communicate with people and i would love to support you to do that so look forward to a lot. Um, I'll be, uh, you know, recording a lot more podcasts and I'll keep you updated. Uh, so looking forward to have you listen to my podcast more. Uh, signing off for my for now. So it's Sindhu and bye-bye. And I have a very happy new year to you.